I know what this is. It's the Eastwood Top. Let's go!
You are now tuned to the best. Who? We? We, nigga. <laughs> we the best. <laughs> Welcome wow. to our autumn version. Because it's autumn. Welcome to the autumn version of the Ish Do We Talk. I am Lily, the man that you see in front of you, the joint smoking black token bad mo that is giving you the business i am also with drum roll please the creme that a creme top shelf homie the head honcho numero uno hnic the lady that pushes the bells and whistles gets the topics together, and make sure that our lovely background stays aware of what we're talking about. If you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about the incredible, the fascinating, the fabulous before 40, Lindsay <laughs> in the building. Hello, hello, everyone. And again, this is the ish that we talk. Um, I am going to get the pleasantries out the way and pull up who I need to pull up. And you can check us out on Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and my favorite. And I ain't even on it. Twitch. <laughs> What's up, you Twitch degenerates? I love y'all. Not Twitch degenerates. <laughs> Not Twitch degenerates. I love them. They all they 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 all crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they can be, I guess. They all crazy and they all make crazy money. Yeah. Like stupid money. And I'm gonna need a piece of that pie. Yeah, I got I, I got to get some of that. I don't know if I need to start gaming. I don't know when I'm gonna start gaming. I might just buy me an old Nintendo uh, 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 and just and just start uh, knocking niggas down in duck hut because couldn't nobody mess with me. At dude, D- dude, we gonna talk after <laughs> after. Yeah, cause duck hut was my shit. That in um Tetris. Tetris was my I, I used to like Tetris on my Game Boy. Yeah. I used to walk around with my Game Boy with the battery pack, with the big ass battery pack. I yes. used to put that on my uh on my jeans like it was a pager. And all I would play was Tetris. Which my, is so crazy because I ain't watched the movie yet. Have you seen the movie yet? I have not seen the movie. Yeah. I used to love to I I did so much with my game. I remember I saved up and I bought the big ass fucking thing that you put on top to make it color. Mm, yep, yep, yep. I saved up for that. You know how many times I had to go to the flea market with my grandmother to save up that money? By the time <laughs> I came, by the time I had it, this shit was outdated. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's not long as. By the time I got everybody else had like Sega shit. I'm still yeah. rocking the Game Boy. Right, right. So we got Ashton Sanders watching. Hi. And Ashton says background on point as usual. Thank oh, you. Yeah. 
Thank you. So yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Game Boy was my shit. And Tetris was my shit as well. And Tetris on the Game Boy was definitely my shit. Like if I wouldn't watch the TV, I was playing on the playing on the Game Boy. So but yeah. Shout out to um how old we are. I know, right? Some of our listeners are gonna be like, Game Boy, what the fuck is a game? <laughs> right, right. Tell us your age without telling us your age. Huh. <laughs> like, boy, I had the Game Boy with the battery pack. And then I remember a couple years after we got the Game Boy, my mama bought us another Game Boy. And we was like, Why are you buying us another Game Boy? Like our Game Boy is fine. And she was like, So y'all can play each other. And we was like, oh. So yeah, you had to have a whole nother console with a cord to play one another. That's how hard that was back then. Oh, uh, your mama went all out, kid. Yeah. Just, yeah, that was, but that was the struggle because you, you don't have to do that now. Right. <laughs> I had a Game Boy. The only reason why I had a Game Boy is because, uh, I got that from a nigga that wanted wanted my mama back. And so that's how he thought he was going to get my mama back. (laughs) Buy me a motherfucking game. Right. Right. So we got Beckerman watching. Hi. And Beckerman says, I got the original NES the second week it was out. Oh, you was (laughs) balling. I bet you did. (laughs) I bet you did, Mike. I know who this (laughs) is. Beckerman is my uh, it's my um, work associate. Oh as yeah, he likes to call it. He will he refused to call people his friends. Oh yeah, <laughs> he said no. We are not friends. I'm drawing the line. Yeah, we are no. work associates. Yeah, get the hell away from me. <laughs> well, Beckerman had money. Yeah, so we had to wait uh, till Christmas. He was a bit of a dick when he was a kid because he was very privileged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that comes with it. Yeah. But that's what's up. That's what's up. So you ready to get into these topics? Yeah, let's get into these <clears throat> topics. This is gonna be a, a a silly one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um Beckerman also says workplace proximity associates there we yeah yeah my bad i had to get it right you're right that's how much of an asshole he is he said yeah. nah, <laughs> correct right. i don't right. know i'm right. gonna correct the way i'm telling you i don't fuck with you <laughs> you're gonna get it right on yeah. this year podcast. right all right so um let's start with something silly uh okay so apparently uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are dating, quote unquote. Um, and ever since she went to the first football game, which was here in Kansas City, um, the the um, internet has been going crazy. The NFL has been going even crazier, and. You're only cool if you don't care. So, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, or no, I shouldn't say you're only cool if you don't care. You're only cool if you tell people how much you don't care. That's where you're cool at. Um, yeah, apparently there's like, um, at least that's what they're saying, is that there's like a, a, um, a population of black women that are upset about it. Um, sure. And then there's people that are like, this is white folks move. Why are y'all reporting on it? Talking to black media. Like, why do y'all care? This is let white people date who they want. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, me personally, I don't give a damn uh, who Travis Kelsey wants to date. I'm just waiting for him to let go of the black suit that people want to claim <laughs> that it's just so real. Y'all want him to y'all want him to have his black scent so much. So yeah, I'm just waiting for the I'm just waiting for the day that he loses it. And then I don't like Taylor Swift. Like um I'm I'm sure that's on record on this show. If it's not, it's on record in real life how much I despise that tall, skinny jar male. Um and she still owes Kanye West an edible arrangement. But I'm not going to go on that rant. Mm, mm, mm. What are your thoughts? My thoughts is pay attention to football. <laughs> and don't worry yeah. about who the niggas fucking. Um, I think it's fake. Uh, so it, I, well, it, I it's fake as fuck. Yeah. But <laughs> it's just a big, everybody tends to forget that this is Kelsey. The same Kelsey before we knew um, him as a tight end, we knew him as a reality fucking TV show guy. Yeah, you know. So let's let's not think that you know he doesn't capitalize on exactly who he is. Mm-hmm. A white to some women attractive male, and so yeah. he's gonna play it up. How you gonna play it up? This is helping Taylor. This is helping uh, uh, Kelsey. Um, it is hindering um, people who actually fucking watch football because don't nobody give a fuck about uh, uh, um, Taylor. No. And fun fact, y'all, um, the thing uh, uh, what y'all don't really uh, what y'all fail to realize, I guess this this is a black community I'm talking to because I'm pretty sure the white community already know this. Um, Taylor Swift, this is just played up because. Taylor Swift is not new to Kansas City. Taylor Swift's best friend was staying in, in fucking Leavenworth, and, and 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 she was spotted out there a bunch of times. So she's been through the city all through this motherfucker. So this is comfortable to her. This ain't nothing new. Mm. This ain't fucking. You know, I'm not saying I'm a fan, but I will say yeah. when she was uh when she was fucking with John Mayer, I was I was fucking with her. I'm gonna just end it to that. Yeah. But see, and then that's that's another thing that I did see um somebody talk about on Twitter is that like y'all want y'all like to talk about women or black women and how many suitors they have in a lifetime, but nobody comes for Taylor Swift. And that bitch didn't had about fifty eleven dudes. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, when she gets annoyed with them, she writes a whole album about them. It goes hard, and 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 um. Let me scratch my mistake. Not um. Leavenworth Lawrence, because her uh her um friend was going to uh, school and uh, at the University of Kansas. 
So she was all through there. So regular white people, regular white people do hear been been uh, not starstruck over Taylor Swift. I'm gonna keep it one. Mm. Mm. What did you see? <laughs> did you see the um, the rumors that were going on around Lawrence when all this stuff started happening? Nah, what was going on? So somebody came up with a rumor that Taylor and um, Casey Kelsey was at this bar like either like the night of the first game or maybe the day after. So like a whole bunch of Swifties showed up at the bar and it was like a whole lot, like a whole lot. And so they start having like this running joke all around like the small businesses around Lawrence. Like there was a dentist office that was just like, yeah, after they left there, they came and got their teeth cleaned over here. <laughs> <laughs> And like they just started saying all these types of things and stuff, and I was cracking up when I saw that. But then the people at the bar was like, "The Swifties are rude customers." So I can see that. I can see that. But yeah, but I mean, they have most definitely um, capitalized off the moment. Um, I want to say I saw that Kelsey's jersey um, price or not price um, sales went up like four hundred percent. So, um, this is like the talk of the town, but, um, yeah. And then like his girlfriend that was from the reality show, she came out and I guess like she threw a subliminal warning to Taylor because apparently he cheated on her. And that's the reason why they broke up. He cheated on her supposedly with his last girlfriend. I guess there was some overlapping. And um, so she threw out this warning or whatever to Taylor. <laughs> then the Swifties came after her. They started issuing death threats. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And so then right before we started, I saw that um, the chick that's on um, Catfish now that took Max's spot. Yeah. She's friends with his last girlfriend, and apparently she did an interview where she's saying that she don't believe that it's a real relationship either. But it's just like, yeah, of course it's not a real relationship. Now, um, do you feel like the coverage of it is too much? It's way too much. That's why I don't believe it's real. It's like, um, just for me, it's just like, why... Two things that know what I'm saying why I, I know it's fake. Um unmanosa everybody, unless you know y'all just um and, unless y'all paying attention to football, uh like some real diehard football fans are. Um Travis is hurt. So um Travis is and uh, uh, he's and uh, he's um about dwindled down in his career. And he's a, he's still a great football player, don't get me wrong, but he only got a couple of years left. So he's capitalizing on the moment. That's what I believe. I'm hurt. I'm not going to be 100%. I might not even make it to the playoffs. Oh, you know, he downplaying this injury, but he 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 missed the game. And then he came back, and, you know, he was effective, but then he, you know what I'm saying, but it's only in, in spurts. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm saying? I, I, I believe, you know, he knows that. He's capitalizing on it. He knows his time is almost up. His brother just retired. He only a couple years younger than his brother. So he already know, hey, let me capitalize on this moment. You know what I'm saying? 
fuck around with Taylor, um, you know, make it seem like we together. This is my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, we play it up, play it up for her. She's gonna get new foot, uh, she's gonna get new fans. I'm gonna get new fans, I'm gonna get a couple of endorsement deals. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna end it like that. Mm. Now, my thing is they could be playing around and then all of a sudden, boom, what if she got the best pussy in the world? And then this he just goes all the way there. <laughs> then I, I'm everything I said is just gonna be out the motherfucking window. Yeah, yeah. Mm. The stranger thing just happened, shit. Everybody thought David Beckham and Pop Spice shit wasn't real. And then that nigga dropped a baby in that bitch. So that pussy was golden. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are, damn near 30 years later. So. And they rock it like a stock market. Right. Speaking of, I saw this clip because, you know, they got a documentary about him out. And I saw this clip from it yesterday (laughs) where um, Posh Spice tried to downplay her upbringing saying that she was working class and Beckham cut her off. He was like in a whole nother room with the door closed. He cut her off and was like, let's be honest. And so then she was like, but I was and he was like, what car did your daddy drive you to school in? And she tried to make, she tried to answer but without answering and he was like, no, no. What car did your daddy drive you to school in? And he did that like three or four times before she finally answered. And so then she was like, well, in the 80s, my daddy drove me to school in a Rolls Royce. And he was like, thank you, and closed the door and went on about his business. (laughs) Work, yeah, he was working. (laughs) He was was working making that money. (laughs) Right. Then I was reading the comments, and this one person in the comments was like, "Uh uh-uh, see, the Rolls Royce was pre-owned. I was crazy. <laughs> right. right. See, that, that's that's Pops' yeah. version of saying, hey, listen, all right. of my friends were richer than me. Right, right, right. I that's was good. cracking up. Because after he was like, thank you, and closed the door, she just was looking like, Ugh. I don't know how I'm supposed to finish this, uh, but uh, next question, like, <laughs> yeah, like we come from a working now. Nah, you just a ghetto ass rich bitch. That's all. That, that's it. I guess that's working class in London because you know they're uh, they're uh, what you call it is like stupid. Their cost of living is stupid. Yeah. So maybe it's working class for now. But yeah, but Beckham show was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, we're not about to play this game. <laughs> yeah, and it, so. especially with Beckham because she didn't. Nigga, Beckham went pro at like 17, nigga, to take care of the family. So yeah. you, you like, can't do that. If I'm not mistaken, I think he was, I think he was legit poor. Yeah, he was legit. If, yeah, yeah, if I remember correctly, that nigga was legit poor. His daddy yeah. taught him soccer from what I from what I know about David Beckham. His daddy taught him how to play. And then he went pro at 17 to help uh uh the family. Mm-hmm. That's what, you know what I'm saying? That's what I, I remember about him. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, um, I don't know much, but yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think you're right. And because I, I remember seeing one interview with him and he was he was talking about how uh, when he got his first check, it was like 50,000 pounds and he blew the shit out of that motherfucker. <laughs> 
I mean, can you imagine 17 years old with 50 pounds? Yeah. 50,000 pounds. Like, he blew the fuck out of that shit. Yeah, yeah, but like you said, he was 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. So, Victoria Beckham tried it, but that has nothing to do with Kelsey and Taylor. So, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. But it, 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 it's white on white athlete and singer. It, 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 right. know what I'm basically, basically. You know, in a roundabout sort of way. It it's adjacent. Right, it's, it's very, it's very adjacent. So yeah, but um, yeah. So, um, I and another another thing about Travis is that it was all in the beard. Cause I, ne- I mean, I never looked twice at Travis, but now that he's like plastered all over the place, this this mustache, this Tom Selleck mustache that he's rocking right now, is trash. I like it. I like it. Keep it up. Keep it all right. Keep it white. That's how you know, like, some people will be ugly as hell if they didn't have that beard. That that is a prime example. That's a prime example. Not I'm not saying he's ugly, but it was in the beard. It was in the beard. And I didn't and like I said, I did I didn't look too much into him, no way. With or without the beard, but it's a big difference without that beard. He's giving me uh he's giving me whisper vibes. <laughs> Keep on loving. Hey. <laughs> Every time I look at him, I'll be like, Olivia lost her way right. to grandmother's house. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah. And being to Man. That's what they should start doing. Doing right, that season. Uh, you got to pay the if we talk for this, but you know, because we gave you this idea, right? But during right. the season, because it's gonna be documented now. So if y'all do this after, we gonna send lawyers to the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me. What my I'm class. saying is, every time this nigga scores a big play or scores a touchdown, um, they should do that when they replay it. That's the song they should play, and we right. begin to rock. Hey. <laughs> All night long. I'm telling you, we, we interrupt. Yeah, y'all heard it here right. first. Now, the listen, break. if you score a touchdown and we hear that, shit, I'm telling you, right. I don't know who I gotta call. I'm gonna be like an old white lady, I'm, I'm gonna have a bunch of numbers and I'm calling a bunch of people. <laughs> right. I'm knocking, like, like, I'm hey. knocking <laughs> with my check at, okay. But yeah, yeah, that big ass Tom Selleck mustache—it's not giving. Give him that. It's not giving. Giving that Magnum PI. Yeah. <laughs> Serving that baby leg to that 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 little uh, little body uh, uh, leg. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can't even imagine them being intimate. Like it's so fake, I can't even imagine them being intimate. Like I can't like at all. Like and then not to make it about race, but anybody that's like attracted to black women enough to date them, let them be their main, all that type of stuff. I can't see 
them having the same taste in somebody like Taylor Swift. And don't get me wrong, Taylor Swift is pretty. I can't stand a bitch, but she's pretty. I'm not going to take that away from her. But those are two different levels. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No better, no worse, but two different levels. So I just can't see somebody whose type is black women have Taylor Swift still be their type. That's how I believe it's just all play. You know, the NFL is scripted. That's what they've been saying. The NFL is scripted. This is boosting the NFL as well. Like, don't get it twisted. This was a sit down talk about. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, her um her fan base is massive and they're diehard. Like, you know what I'm saying? They gonna go to the edge of the earth for her. So, um, not that the NFL needed it. You know what I mean? They did not need it. But nobody's gonna turn their back on it in the same breath, you know what I mean? No, ain't nobody about to pass up a check. Hell no, hell no. Come hell on, no. man. I, and I, then, can, and then I get a bunch of rich people, the Super Bowl champ. Like, he didn't need it, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But well, he got a line in his pockets, like I said, man. I don't think Kelsey got a uh, a, a long uh, uh, I think he got a couple years left, yeah. So he's got a line in his pocket, so yeah, this is. This is just, it's a cushion. Yeah. Yeah. And I think his birthday was yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. And um, so, like, he's 34 now. So, so happy birthday. Or as a tight end in the NFL. Yeah. He got two years max. And uh, unless he keeps his body healthy, he might can play. He, he might got three years. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's almost a wrap. Yeah. It's almost out of there. Yeah. And uh, Kelsey was one of them. I don't think he want to. Uh, I don't think he want to um, uh, put a suit on and, 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 and commentate. So he's lining yeah. his pockets. Yeah, yeah. I I can't see him being that structured. Nah, I I can see him doing what he's doing now on that podcast with his brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm sure that brought a lot more views. Yeah, so. I'm sure they brought a whole lot more views. Oh yeah, he's he's swimming oh. in. at this point. He he he's monetizing crazy. Oh yeah, oh yeah, but um, but yeah, yeah. So I guess we shall see what transpires between these two. Um, going off of your predictions, how long do you think? How long do I think that this is gonna last? Yeah, to the end of the season. So that means if they don't make it to the playoffs, we ain't gonna hear about uh uh Taylor uh come next season. Mm. If mm. they make it through the playoffs, um we ain't gonna hear about Taylor Swift um after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Same. We was talking about it at work when it first um when the news first broke and we was like, what her next album gonna be? <laughs> Who's <laughs> was like, you know she's going to be throwing shots at Kansas City. She's going to throw shots at the Cheese. She's gonna, yeah, it's, it's going down. Right. It's going down. She's going to hurt her hot, her, her, her new hot single was going to be the first yard. Right. You're like, what? <laughs> Bitch, what? Are... Right. We know, ho, we know. Right, right. Like, we get it. We get it. But yeah, yeah, she gonna that whole album gonna be red and yellow, just red and yellow. Speaking so. of that, speaking of red and yellow, 
This is the influence that Taylor Swift has on the world. Like she has a chokehold. She had on white and red Pumas, old school, that came out in, in the 80s. And the people that are fans seen these shoes and Puma immediately sold out. I believe it. They immediately believe it. sold out. And then it was people, man, I seen something on Twitter that said um, this uh, uh, um, this was um, something that uh, some uh, this, this Taylor fan was like, um, those shoes came out of 88. Taylor, uh, Taylor Swift was born in 88. This is a full circle. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. That bitch about nothing. She just needed shoes to match the jersey. And she ain't a bitch that's gonna run around and be like, hey, let, go get me some uh, uh go get me some uh Jordans or go get me some Harachis or go get me some Air Maxes or 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 uh whatever fucking shoe. She gonna right, right. she like whatever got uh, white and red in it. She don't care, she's a fucking however the fuck millions I have, bitch. She just gonna right. be like, hey, go get me some shoes real quick to match this jersey. I don't give a fuck what they is. Basically. Basically, like it ain't got shit to do with like a full circle moment or anything like right, that. Yeah, it was she knew what something she was that doing needed a match. Yeah, I'm like, man, boy, uh, people had her assistant go out and get her some shoes. They matched the jersey. That's what that's it, and that's all. <laughs> yeah. And so. she looked like one of them people that really know how to play with her money. So she ain't frugal. She slapped a nigga sixty bucks and was like, "Hey, I just need white and red." Right, like, I ain't about to give you my black card for that shit, bitch. I don't need a thousand dollar pair of shoes. Not for no sex relationship. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing that, bitch. Yeah, here goes sixty dollars. Go to Famous Footwear, uh, Footwear, real quick. All I got is these goddamn heels. Right, right. So yeah, I don't know, but we shall see. We shall see. Um, <clears throat> but speaking of Arrowhead Stadium. <clears throat> Don't roll your eyes. <laughs> I am offended. I am personally offended. I, I just know where this is going. Uh, so, speaking of Arrowhead Stadium, the greatest entertainer to walk the earth, um, came to Arrowhead Stadium. Oh, excuse me, Geeha Field at Arrowhead Stadium on October 1st, 2023. And that is the incomparable, the legendary, the icon. Beyonce, yes. Beyonce Giselle knows Carter the first. (laughs) You didn't gave this lady a title. And yes, so we all know that Beyonce um, toured the world in her um, Renaissance World Tour this year. And she ended the tour in Kansas City, Missouri at Arrowhead Stadium. And so what is usually a red and yellow stadium was silver. And it was awesome. And I was there. I had great seats. And, excuse me, contrary to popular belief, we won the mute challenge. Yes, we did. Hold on. Time out. Mm -hmm. Just boom. Mm -hmm. 
I got the seven uh, seven degrees of separation thing here. Okay. Now I know why Taylor Swift is fucking or fake fucking with Travis Kelsey. Why? Taylor Swift knew that her last tour was going to be in Kansas City, and how can she top Beyonce? I'm a top Beyonce by turning this into my house. So your last spot was at my house, bitch. I'm Taylor Swift, mic drop. Um, it didn't work, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> like it was, it was cute. It was real cute, but nah. Because this is the crazy part about it. Because you know Taylor just performed at Arrowhead like a couple months ago, and so much so they ended up adding a second night. Mm-hmm. So, with all that being said, Beyonce and her Renaissance World Tour is the number one grossing tour by a female single artist. So, that supersedes Taylor Swift, which we all knew that Beyonce supersedes Taylor Swift because if we go back to 2009 at the VMAs, Beyonce won over Taylor Swift and everybody else in the um, best video of the year, like the video of the year award, which makes what Kanye said all the more right because how do you not win if you win in overall? Doesn't make any sense, right? So again, and a lot of a lot of us did not know who the hell Taylor Swift was. And she was like fake country back then. So again, for the 5th, 11th time, Taylor Swift owes Kanye West an edible arrangement. But this is not about Taylor Swift and who she owes. This is about Mrs. Beyonce Knowles Carter. Yeah. And I was there. And it was amazing. Again, we won the mute challenge. And with us being the last and her telling us that we won, that means we won over everybody. Everybody. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, we were the last. She saved the best for last. Our uh, mute challenge was like 25, 30 seconds long. (laughs) When everybody else was like five. Maybe 10 seconds. And yeah, so we won. We won. But it's not just about the new challenge. It's about overall. It was amazing. Um, Yeah. So I went, like the only other tour I went to this year was uh, Janelle Monae, which don't get me wrong. Janelle Monae gives an awesome show. She's up there. She's a great performer. Great performer, and her microphone is on. Um, but Beyonce as well gave a great performance. This is my um first time, no, my fourth. This is my fourth time seeing Beyonce. This is my first time in Kansas City. She hadn't been here in Kansas City in over 20 years. So yeah, and she was with um Destiny Shadow the last time she performed here. But <clears throat> not only not only was uh, not only was the performance 
great, you know, and um, they allowed us to tailgate. So we tailgated beforehand. Um, and then we went in, you know, got to our seats and just chilled out and whatnot. Um, but it took like a really long time for um, people to come in to Arrowhead to park for whatever reason. Like they were getting stuck. Like apparently it was like a stupid long line on the highway. But um, it didn't take me that long to get in. Like um, I ended up going in through um, one of the entrances on Raytown Road. <clears throat> so, but uh, but yeah, um, yeah, a lot of people had issues with getting in. Um, so she delayed. Like she usually comes on like an hour and a half after it's supposed to start, but she delayed it. So it was supposed to start at eight. Normally comes on at nine thirty, but she delayed it to almost ten o'clock because she was waiting for everybody to come in, get to their seat or whatever. So that was pretty cool. Um, then um, she was on stage for three hours, practically. Like by the time I got home, it was like two thirty in the morning because I went with my cousin, and so I had to drop her off. So when I tell you, by the time I got back here. I literally got out the car. I left everything in the car because I was like, I am done. I am so done. <laughs> I was like, I'll get that shit later. <laughs> I just want to get to the bed. Got in the bed. I literally laid out on the bed and fell asleep. Light still on. Everything. Like, because I was so done. Like, I was exhausted. But it was worth it. Um, what else? Uh, wasn't no special guest. But we didn't need we didn't need no special guest. But um, yeah, like for the most part, everybody was like super cool. This girl, oh my god, this girl, she had one of those big old cans of beer, and she was sitting behind us, and she opened that beer during one of my favorite songs. And all I felt was a bunch of liquid go down my legs. Mm. And I turned around <clears throat> and I was like, and I, cause she was just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I looked and that's when I realized it was beer. So I was like, is that beer? And she was like, what? And I said, is that beer? And she was like, yeah, I said, I'm sorry. Bitch, do you have a napkin? <laughs> like, Fuck your apology. Do you have a napkin? Like, <laughs> so, and she was like, give an attitude with me. Talking about, well, I said I was sorry. Bitch, I need a napkin. I don't care. So she was like, no, I don't have a napkin. I said, well, you need to go get one. And she was like, okay. But she just stood there. So I said, go. And so that's when she left, right? And so the people that was paying attention, now they looking at me because it looked like I didn't bully this little white girl. But I don't care, bitch, you pour, you pour beer on me. So then I looked at to the chick that was next to me, um, and she was a white chick too. And I looked at her and I was like, did she get you too? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, see, mm-mm. So then probably like two minutes later, the chick that was with her, she had a whole handful of tissue in her hand. And so 
it looked like she was giving it to me. So I said, okay. And I was taking it, but the girl wasn't letting go. And she wanted to talk. I said, are you giving me the fucking napkins or not? And so then that's when she let go. And so I gave something to the girl next to me. But I was just like, this is stupid. And so then my cousin, she caught on and she was like, what's going on? And I was just like, she poured beer on me and whatnot and blah, blah, blah. And so um, when the when her friend gave me the napkins or whatever, my cousin was like, I think you scared her to where she's not coming back to her seat. And I said, I don't give a fuck what she do. I got beer on me. Like, you know, like it was crazy. But <clears throat> yeah, but the girl never came back to her seat. <laughs> was you turned up, cuz? Like, what the fuck? It was loud, so I had to yell. And then the what the what was irritating me, don't look at me like that. I I mean at first, yes, I had to yell because it was loud. So, but what irritated me was that she kept saying, I said I was sorry, I said I was sorry. No, what 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 we're not gonna do is you have the attitude. That's what we're not gonna do. I'm the one that got beer on me. Why do you have the attitude? This is this is not making sense. So that's what we're not gonna do. So yeah, that was only real. With you, cause I get it, I understand. But if I was if 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 I was in the body of that in that of that little white lady, and you yelled at me like that. Um, I get it, you upset, but you know, you about to be real upset because you know what I'm not about to do? Go get you no motherfucking napkins. Bitch, I'm enjoying a goddamn concert. <laughs> I'm enjoying a concert. Excuse nah, me. she was going to give me some motherfucking napkins because you're in the wrong. At the end of the day, you're in the wrong. And whether it was an accident or not, you're in the wrong. So just go get some napkins. Like, it's not, no. that, it's not that big of a deal. It's not, it's not that big of a deal. You're right. And I'm not about to get shit. Now, can you stop talking to me so I can listen to this music? No, we would have. I'm sorry. We would have had a problem. We would have most definitely had a problem. Because the because <clears throat> the big ass, the big ass can of beer, first off, you should have waited to open it because it spurred out so much that the white chick next to me got more on her than me. And on top of that, it was on the floor. And on top of that, it was on our chairs. Like, we had to wipe all that shit down. Excuse me. So, you, obviously, you knew that this can was shaking up. So, you should have waited to open that bitch. And then the bitch went everywhere. So, yeah, no. Me, personally, if I would have saw that I would have made a mess, mess like that, I would have been like, you know what, my bad, let me go get you some napkins. Like I would have just said it. Like we, it wouldn't have been no discussion. But everybody, everybody don't have um, common decency like me, I guess. But not no yeah. concert. I would, I would have done it at the concert because we weren't, we weren't far from a concession stand to where it would have took two minutes to go get it and come back. It wouldn't have been that big of a deal. But no, she made it a big deal. So. That's what pissed me off because she made it a big deal. So, yeah. But other than that, and then what made it so bad is that I was recording. <laughs> I was recording at the time. So, like, you could see the camera, like, go down and everything. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, this some bullshit. <laughs> but, so yeah. Shit went like, you was like, 
Hell yeah, Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. B- bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> right. Because next thing you know, all you do is see these silver cowboy hats everywhere. I'm like, where is Beyonce? <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is when that happened. Okay. So, yeah. You can barely hear. You can barely hear anybody else talk. But, yeah. When that camera went down and all you saw was these damn cowboy hats, I was like, yep, that's what happened. So yeah, but outside of that, we had an awesome time. We had an awesome time. I'd do it again. Now, <clears throat> beforehand, because I've been to a lot of concerts, and um, I've always said that Travis Scott was my favorite concert. Even with seeing Beyonce as many times as I've had, I've always said Travis Scott was my favorite concert. But now that I've seen the Renaissance World Tour, Beyonce is number one. When I tell you the visuals were second to none, the visuals were second to none. And it wasn't like she had like visuals at the beginning or visuals at the end. And that was it. She had visuals throughout. Then she had like these big statues everywhere. And it was like, like they was like, I don't know if you ever seen the set, but the set is like this big ass screen. Like the screen is so big. It like when you look at it and you look at the, um, the seats that are behind it, the seat, like the screen goes all the way up to the third, to the 300s. That's how big this fucking screen is. And then it covers like the whole end zone. I think probably even bigger than the whole end zone. But <clears throat> the screen, and then it's like this big ass square or this big ass rectangle. And then it has this middle part. And the middle part is when stuff would come out. Like her band would be behind there. Like she's come out of there a couple of times. I know you've seen the tank that she was on. The tank came out of there. Um, she had this big ass silver horse that came out of there. Um, she had like this big old um mechanical version of her that was like from her chest up. It was weird because it was like her face was like on the screen. It was like an AI version of her face. But her um but like the shoulders on down to her boobs was actual was like the actual statue that came out and it was it was crazy it was crazy and it it was i i I, it's hard for me to explain but that's what came out of that circle and it was just it was just awesome it was awesome like i took i took a nice amount of pictures i took a nice amount of videos but um yeah it was awesome it was awesome so it had to be because yeah all that did you describe it yeah and i'm and i'm just like i was telling my cousin i was like it's the visuals for me because like we only saw like bits and pieces throughout the year online so the bits and pieces that you see throughout the year you kind of have a a a gist of what the concert is going to be but it's nothing like seeing it like the little pieces that we saw online was very very little compared to the show like the show is a three-hour show and her microphone is on. Her microphone is on. But <clears throat> but it was awesome. It was awesome. 
And so you mean uh, to tell me you got all those good ass vocals, and then when the, the music stopped, you got that real um, "I'm a, a a daddy of six kids" voice. Um, from her? Yeah. She don't have that daddy of six kids. <laughs> Beyonce be singing her ass off. I, I ain't never gonna downplay Beyonce not singing, but when she just be cool, she turn around and be like, "Shit, how y'all doing?" Yeah, <laughs> everybody yeah. feeling good tonight. <laughs> God damn. Now, yeah, she do got she do got a, um, a lower register, but I wouldn't call it a daddy of six kids. But yeah, she. But yeah, and then like the first thing she said, cause cause you know that people were sending like uh, messages to her and shit like that. Like, hey, when you get here, don't get to calling us Kansas City, Kansas. Don't do that shit, right? So, um, <clears throat> people, people was inboxing her and everything. The shit was funny. But, um, when the first thing she said, Kansas City, and we went off. We went off. So, yeah. Yeah, but, so she, so what she actually said was, she said, Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, <I was> like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think her voice is that deep. Shit. She don't got no daddy of six kids voice. But yeah, she, she does talk in the lower register. She does. Beyonce has spooked the shit out of anybody in the from her assistants to her lawyers, um, <laughs> to everybody in the main office. If she if she turns around and looks them in the face and say, You want me to put the what in the what? <laughs> Scared the shit out of everybody. <laughs> She gonna shake the fucking table. <laughs> right, right. So, but yeah. <clears throat> but I will say, like, I can't. I can't tell nobody. Hey, you gotta go catch her when she come in your town because it's over. We were done. She saved. The, she moved us to the last because she was saving the best for last. Because it was supposed to be New Orleans last, but then we got moved to the last. So, um. But I will say. When, um, cause the, uh, the tour is coming to theaters on October 1st. So I will say, get your tickets for that and go see it in IMAX. Go see. It's not going to be nowhere near close to seeing it in person, but yeah, see it in IMAX. I got a big enough TV to bootleg it and have, uh, Jasmine just bring <laughs> her cousins and shit over. <laughs> no, no, you gotta go see that. You gotta go see it. Like, no, I was, um. I was looking nah, at my TV TV's. legit huge. I'm good. You once you walk in here, cuz you're gonna be like, damn, why'd you get this big ass TV? Because, so you got a bigger one now? Yeah. Oh. I got a stupid big TV. So how big is it? My shit is 75, 80. Oh, yeah. That is a stupid big ass TV. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got it. I got I got a I got a big TV. This motherfucker, you gonna be like, yeah, well, yeah, they can watch it here. Right, they ain't missing the shit. Right, they covered right. damn near the whole wall. This motherfucker, I don't know why I got it. Well, I know why I got it. Just cause shit. Sometimes I don't like, I don't like being around people. So if I want to watch a movie, I'm gonna watch it at home. Yeah, right, right. I get it. I definitely get it. But I just say because it's because it was so big in person, like. I can't I can't explain it no better. 
When I tell you that fucking screen went to the 300 seats, it went to the 300 seats. So IMAX is the closest thing that you're going to get even remotely close to what we saw. You know what I'm saying? Now, yes, an 80 inch is pretty big. And I will settle for an 80 inch after I saw it in IMAX. <laughs> yeah, come on through. Right, right. <laughs> Jasmine gonna find a way to bootleg it because I don't know what I'm saying. And we we gonna watch the shit out of it. Right. But yeah. Yeah, I would um yeah, I would definitely um suggest everybody watch it because it it's awesome. Just when you think about the work ethic she had to put in to get that together, you know what I'm saying? And the team of people. And then I also read that, um, cause you know, <clears throat> I saw this early on that she boosted the economy of every city that she went to. And so, um, where did I see, uh, what did I see? Uh, what, where did it say that? Um, Is it this one? Okay, yeah. So um, the world tour contributed to $4.5 billion to the American economy. Taylor Swift could never, you hear me? Never. Again, uh, seven degrees of separation because now that all makes sense (laughs) because um, I remember when Taylor got down here and... um, that's what people were saying. She was boosting the economy, but I guess she didn't boost the economy enough that it would re- uh, reflect on to the people that was working with, with her. So she um, like overpaid the shit out of them. Like she was giving them niggas hundred thousand dollar checks mm. so because everybody was saying that everybody was saying that Taylor was um, going all out for the people that she worked with um, for this tour. Like not only was she uh, putting money in the economy, she was actually giving them checks, you know? So, okay. All right. That's, that's, that's why Taylor be doing so much because she's trying to, she's trying to top Beyonce. Possibly, possibly. But this is the thing with, this is the thing with Beyonce because uh, she made, uh, five hundred and seventy-nine million. She made five hundred and seventy-nine million, and so, she, so like I said earlier, she's the number one single um, female uh, grossing female artist now, uh, or with a tour. And she beat she beat Madonna because Madonna had her 0809 Sticky and Sweet tour. That was the highest grossing tour for a woman in history. So now she's beat her. So and so your boy Seven is watching. He says, Y'all lost the mute challenge though. We did not lose the mute challenge. There are several videos showing how we did not. And Beyonce said we won. And nobody's gonna go against the queen. If the queen says we won, we won. Thanks. So yeah. Um. So was was the the the, the bitch in the, in the in the in the what the red or the pink hat? Was she from here? What which one? The one where um they've been posting. I know on my Twitter they've been posting.
heard about the mute challenge. Um, when um, you hear Beyonce say go mute and everybody went mute and then she started screaming some crazy shit and even her friend looked at her like what the fuck are you doing oh I didn't see that one but I saw the one where the chick was like she was saying all kinds of stupid shit and she was like I paid a lot of money for these tickets nah nah it, 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 yeah. it, it, it was a um, they end up, uh, cause I, I guess she was getting so much hate. She had to, uh, to, uh, block her Twitter or her Twitter shut down. It was some crazy shit. As, as she should, because bitch, if she say go mute, go mute. Like why? See, that's the part that irritates me about people. They want to go against the grain and be different. And you know, so much to the point where this is just a, it's just a fun, friendly competition between the cities. Why, why? Will that irritate your soul so much to to shut the fuck up? Like, why? Why would you? Why would you want to be the most hated person in America? Why? You know what I'm saying? Like, so whatever hate you get is the hate you get because that that was so stupid. Like, shut up, just shut up. But everybody in my section was shut up. I even put the put my camera on everybody. Like, hey. You know what I'm saying? And we was like, I was practicing with people out when we was in line about to get into the um to the stadium. I was practicing. Um wait, one, wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait. Oh yeah, we had practice. So y'all was like, okay, listen. Okay, <laughs> everybody get the talk, everybody get the talk, and I'm gonna count it down and then we're gonna shut the fuck up. So okay, boom. Y'all talk. No, yeah, I didn't do the, I didn't do the practice like that. No, everybody was like, you know, they're minding their own business. And I just yelled out, everybody on mute. And everybody was on mute. And I said, okay, okay. I said, we're going to win, right? And they was like, yep. I said, we're going to win, right? And they was like, yep. I said, that's what I like to hear. Then when we was in at our seats or whatever, this dude that was in our section, he said, everybody on mute. And everybody was mute. So we had a couple of practices. So if anybody went against the grain, we was gonna have an issue, and it's so funny because like these chicks, <laughs> these chicks came to sit, came the chicks that came to sit behind us. When they came, the other people and my cousin, all of them was like, "Oh Lord, we about to be, we about to lose the mute challenge." <laughs> like they was like, "I'm nervous, we gonna lose the mute challenge just because these folks came and sat down." I was like, "I don't know what it is about these folks, why they think that these folks." Are gonna be the reason why we lose, but it was funny. Mm -hmm. And then somebody asked them, and they was like, "No, we we know, we know." So yeah, the fact the fact that a man did it as well. It's and to in my head, I'm just like, "Wow!" Like this yeah. is the power of what's going on. <laughs> I can't imagine because gay or not, I don't care what type of if a man yells, even if it's with sass, that still makes somebody be like, "Oh shit." Mm -hmm. Oh, I can just imagine like a man just rising up like everybody on mute. <laughs> like, oh shit. And that's the crazy part because he had no sass. He had no, no sass. Sa so he was me. So he was like everybody on mute. Yeah. He was like everybody on mute. And everybody was on mute. Now when you looked at him, he had all the sass, but no, if you just heard his voice, no sass. So that nigga had a Dennis Rodman body and a Prince voice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that mute challenge was serious business. And when I saw that video of um the chick that was 
purposely ruining it, I was like, wow. Like, for what? Like, it's just a friendly competition, like I said, between the cities. Like, why would you want to purposely ruin it? Because we live in a society where people want attention, either good or bad. Yeah, yeah, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. But when I tell you the next day on Twitter, the way that we got clowned, we got clowned. When I tell you I was windmilling for my life on Twitter Monday, I was windmilling for my life because I was like, y'all not about to play us. Y'all not about to play us. So, <clears throat> so that was Monday. Tuesday, I was windmilling for my life again because of um, people talking about, I always thought that Kansas City was in Kansas. You raggedy motherfuckers. Every last one of y'all, y'all some raggedy sons of bitches. But see, that's why I don't like Kansas. And I, and shout out to my homeboys that's from Kansas. But y'all know I hate y'all city just because y'all copycats. And y'all so much of a copycat. Y'all did it so well that people forget the originator. Right. Y'all the Luther Vandross of my town. Y'all the Luther fucking Vandross of my town. I hate y'all. But you got to run down... You got to run down the history and all that type of shit. And then on top of that, then you get motherfuckers being um, disrespectful. And they like, well, because like when people be, will try to tell them like, dude, you tripping. Why don't you know that this is sim simple American studies? Then you get motherfuckers that be like, well, it's a flyover state and don't nobody care about that shit. No way. Bitch, fuck you and everything you stand on at this point. Because what do you mean? What the fuck do you mean? So, yeah. So, yeah. So, again, I was windmilling for my life on Tuesday, too. So. Yeah. And then it's just, it's, and that's what's really annoying because when you do learn the history, it's like, Kansas was super scandalous. Yeah, super scandalous. Yeah. They were so in this, yeah. So, and then you have to tell people like Kansas City was an incorporated city before Kansas was an actual state. Like, <laughs> so, and then on, and then on top of that, the whole Kansas City versus Kansas City, and then and then you get people like, well, I've never heard nobody put it like this. But then you get people that are like, well, how was I supposed to know that Kansas City is split in half? I'm like. <laughs> I ain't never heard nobody put it like that. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny that, that, that because the truth of the matter is Kansas City is actually split in half. There's yeah. a Kansas City and there's a North Kansas City. Yeah. So it is split in half. But yeah. that shit ain't got nothing go to do with, with Kansas. Kansas City. Right. I don't even go there with the North Kansas City. I, that, that is mind-boggling. That's like trying to explain to somebody up north and down north. Like, I don't even go there. With yeah, you, <laughs> you can't. You just got to. When, when people ask me that, I just give them the answer. When they be like, if North, if North Kansas City or another city, I'll be like, yes, yes. And I yeah, just I just whole, leave it at that. Yeah. Right. It's a whole other thing. Yeah. Just, yeah. I remember, um, shout out to DJ, one of the, um, the friends of the podcast. When he was here a couple of years ago, I tried to explain that to him. I went through the whole spill and 
with the whole down north and up north. And I was like, so do you get it? He was like, yeah, no. I said, you know, it. never mind. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> We got we we got uh we got down north, we got North Kansas City. They are not the same, y'all. No. And then we got up north. And then we got up north, right. and then we got out south. Out south, right? I threw that in there too, and I was just like, and that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> and he was just like, what? <laughs> and this is what we have. And then you put the cherry and on top when you and when right. you put Midtown. Right. Right. Which is different from downtown. <laughs> it's very different from downtown. That's nothing to do with right. downtown. It is midtown. Nothing. nothing. Nothing whatsoever. So, yeah. 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 This is our world. It. We know it. It's just we like know. It makes sense to us. Majors. The geometry major know a, a lot of shit that you don't know. But he knows that. We know that. We we know mm-hmm. what our town is. We know what our town is about. We know that. Ins and outs, and you ain't you ain't got to be a gangster. You ain't got to be nothing. You just have to be aware of the town to know this, right, right. Or at least be with somebody that is aware. That that'll get you. That'll get you through. But but yeah, yeah. I tried and it. I failed. <laughs> I failed. So yeah, but it's all right. It's all right. Because only only people that live here need to know. As long as you don't live here, you alright. And you with somebody that lives here, then you straight. You alright. Just don't just don't end up in like uh uh, uh Oak Grove and be uh, and be yelling Kansas City because that's when we are gonna have a problem. Yeah, right. Please don't, especially with that big ass sign out there in Oak Grove that they got. So yeah, no, you ain't made it out. You ain't made it to Kansas City yet. Not just yet. You got a couple more minutes. Yeah, yeah. You got to come on. Come on. Keep on driving, baby. Right. Keep on driving. Yeah, a lot of people do that shit. <laughs> right. Right. So, but yeah. So, um, yeah. So that was the Beyonce finale in Kansas City, Missouri. And I was there and it was amazing. And yeah. Everybody on mute. Yeah, y'all won that shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so next up, um yeah. So let let's uh let's do another silly one, then we'll get to the serious shit. Um Jimmy Butler. Um <laughs> Jimmy Buckets. Jim, Jimmy Butler, who plays for the Miami Heat. Um, they did a press day a few days ago, and he debuted his new emo look, um, which the the part that took everybody for a loop was his new pressed out hair, especially because last year he had dreads. So um, mm-hmm. not only did he have pressed out hair, but he also has lip rings, multiple and um, an eyebrow ring and a nose ring. And his fingernails are painted and he's, um, <laughs> he's dressed like he's going to say, this is my last resort. <laughs> nope. I'm going to take that lot back. He ain't even dressed like that. He's dressed like this. He's dressed like he's sitting on a mountaintop in the middle of the rain. And he turns around and be like, 
my life is crazy because my mama didn't raise me type shit. Like, you're right, you're right, right, right. Emo rock going on. It's yes. Doom, 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 doom. This is what this is what he looks like. I'm a, I, I'm I'm I think I'm a black emo. So I remember that time for me was amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love right, right. Or he's or he was about to sing a love song. He looked just like that and be like, "Today will be the night that I propose to you." This is this is Jimmy Bucket, y'all. But not that you held your throat to hit that note, though. Because <laughs> they got that twine. They, when they go high, man, it is it, it, it's still there. So it's like right. <laughs> It's yeah. like it's still at the same level of it, it, it's that octave do not go. They still monotone, but they just loud monotone. Right, right. Yeah. He looks like all of that. All the above. And um yeah, he threw everybody for a loop when he walked in for those uh pictures and shit. <laughs> Cause the people he took the pictures with, they was rolling. Oh, they was cracking up. You're not supposed to keep a straight face with this. <laughs> he, but he was in character. He definitely Full was blown. in character, right? <laughs> so, what are your thoughts on his new emo look? Well, everybody that knows me know that Jimmy Buckets is one of my favorite players. So, I love Jimmy Buckets as a player. I also love Jimmy Buckets as an individual because what he does is tell you like the Joker does and say. <laughs> don't take this shit so why so serious right right right, right. you know this ain't how I'm a, now when i go out there and ball i'm going out the other ball because i'm jimmy buckets but for all this bullshit this shit y'all y'all met y'all have me mandatory do this is something that i have to do right. so i'm gonna do it how i want to do it i'm gonna have fun with this because if i don't it's gonna be a boring ass day mm-hmm. right so i already don't want to be here yeah, I already don't want it. That's why I did the shit last year. That's why I did the shit this year. Them, I, all the other pictures you seen Jimmy just being Jimmy, and Jimmy looked like he didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And then when you start seeing Jimmy being being like I'm gonna be my actual self and be the silly nigga that I I, I am. You seeing he enjoying the fuck out of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he is. And you can't go wrong with somebody enjoying themselves. You know what I'm saying? You can't go wrong with that at all. So, yeah, you, I'm you'd, rather, here for you'd rather have that, or do you, or you rather have a motherfucker that come in like um they say um Scotty Pippen used to do and be like real arrogant and mean the motherfucker, right? Because he was pissed. Now that, but we know that like 20 years later, how pissed he was, and rightfully yeah. so. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. But in, in the moment, you know, we didn't know. So, yeah, but yeah, as long as they having fun, because you know. Some people can't argue that the fun is like the fun part of the NBA is not there, and that's the reason why some people gravitate towards college ball, you know. So, <clears throat> so as long as he's having fun or whatever, I'm here for it. You know, this shit ain't hurting nobody. I'm sure he can't wear those piercings during a game, but other those than are that, fake. You can get fake uh, piercings anywhere. You don't think he really got pierced? No, nah, I, I think this is a full-blown character that he's doing right now. Just like everybody thought that nigga was going to keep his uh, a booty face and keep the motherfucking bitch uh, locks that he had in this shit. As soon as he got the plan, all that shit was done. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I saw those pictures of the dreads, and then I saw the picture the year before, and I'm like, so he had fake dreads? No, yeah. I don't like fake dreads. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yours ain't fake. Like, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't tell anything about fake dreads. Like, boom, this is right. a six year process right here, y'all. Right, right. Like, I don't, I don't respect the fake dreads. No, remember Fetty Wap had fake dreads. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And that hurt my soul when I seen that shit because I seen him get his hair done and I was like, damn, Fetty. Mm hmm. Yep, and then like they said something to him about it on the Breakfast Club, and um, they were real dreads, but they were fake to him. Like he didn't grow them; a woman grew them, and he paid her for her dreads, and he had them put in his head. So then, like when they would grow out, he would just cut hers off little by little. Mm -hmm. So they eventually became his real dreads, but it's not the point. The point is. You didn't go through the process, you know. So you gotta go through the ugly. I'm telling anybody that wants to go on a live journey, you gotta go through the ugly phase. Yeah, I don't respect that shit. Looking dumb. I don't respect it at all. I don't either, because I know what I went through, and I did it with with um with with my side shaved. So you know how ugly that process looked growing. Yeah, man. So like so, I, I went through that. I yeah. went through that. People stopped believing I was fine. And then and, and then it started growing right. And then people was like, oh no, nah, that nigga is fine for real. I, I almost forgot. Yeah, because that that's like <clears throat> like me. I when I went natural, I didn't go natural like the big chop. Cause I'm like, I I can't handle that. I can't handle that at all. There was no fucking way I was going to do that. I pressed my hair. I pressed it and pressed it and then wore braids and pressed it and pressed it until and we and we cut it, we cut it, we cut it until there was no perm or no relaxer left. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I was just like I'm not going to do it. No. Now there might be some people that don't respect my natural hair journey and that's fine you don't gotta respect my natural hair journey because uh what i wasn't gonna do was do the big chop that just was was not gonna happen <laughs> was not gonna happen so yeah <clears throat> yeah i mean i get it cuz but you gotta go through the ugly phase Every yeah it goes natural they gotta go through the ugly phase yeah, now I have I have the ugly phases, even with even because like I haven't had a relaxer, I haven't had the relaxer in my head for probably let's say it's probably been since like the the end of two thousand nineteen. I think that was the last time that we cut my hair, that we cut the relaxer part out. So, so I've had ugly phases. Or it'd be like in between styles or something like that. And I'm just like wearing my real hair. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. But and then it don't make it no better when my mama is like, yeah, no, you need this on with your head. Gee, thanks, mom. 
Well, you know, who, you, you know who didn't go through that? What? Jimmy motherfucking buckets. He came right. out <laughs> like he's supposed right. to do this. You're right. Like, dude, did you see did you see the get up? Like I, I he he had a kimono on. Like he was looking at his hand, like he plays his part. He was walking, looking at his hand. Like I was like, what type of I yes. love this nigga. Like, yeah, because he so had the jail nails and everything. Like they were done, son. I said, <laughs> I said, man, this dude right here, this is why I like Jimmy Buckets. He is he is him. This is what he does what he wants to do. Now, I know you got to play by certain rules doing this and doing that. Yeah, I ain't going to cross the border. I ain't going to do nothing crazy. You ain't going to catch me on no Paul Pierce shit talking about, you know, hey, look, look at they booty meat. <laughs> I ain't doing none of that shit. What I'm doing is I'm just going to I'm just gonna be perfectly me, and I'm going to cosplay these, this, these pictures out. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's definitely doing that. So, you know, and I ain't mad. More power to him. You know, wish him a great season. <clears throat> He's a contender. He's a real life contender, and we see that. Mm-hmm. So, hey, man, you got a right to do that, man. You you're not doing that for publicity or for somebody to actually get to know who you is, nigga. We know who Jimmy Buckets is. Yeah. 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 So you know, shout out to him and his uh blowout. <laughs> so um. Next up is um, Keefy D. Is that, is that how you say it, Keefy? Or Keefy D? Yeah. Okay. So, um, Keefy D is, um, if you Google him, the um, title that's under his name is Gangster, which is funny in itself. But... Um, he was recently arrested because um, they are charging him with murder um, for the murder of Tupac. So with um, with this being over 20 years, closer to 30, uh, we finally got our arrest. And the crazy part about it is that this man is 60 years old. Um, he has been for forever doing interviews, bragging about the fact that he was in the car with the person that shot the gun. And nobody up until recently ever arrested him. So, um, and then he's supposed to be the, the nephew, or no, the uncle of Orlando Brown. No, I think that's what his name was. Remember his name was Orlando. I can't remember what his last name was. But he is the person that was rumored to have been the one that shot Tupac. Um, And he was killed not too long after Tupac died. So, um, yeah. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, First, I want to say I'm sorry. It was, uh, I don't know what my... uh... My neighbor was doing behind me, but that nigga started up some kind of um, instrument. And that shit was loud as fuck. That's why I jumped off and was like, "Hey, my nigga, like, I'm actually doing a podcast right now." <laughs> um, I I didn't even hear it. So yeah. okay, good. I did. So I was like, "Damn, I think this shit is." Yeah. But um, 
I did put it on mute, so that's probably why y'all didn't hear. But um, anyway, back to Keefy D. My thoughts on this is um, so many people have already put this to light. Like, I remember when Glasses Malone told the full story. And um, and then um, uh, that's when Keefy D started coming out mm-hmm. and, and started telling his version of the story. So we've, we all knew about this. Like, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it happened in California. For a long time, it was California business. That's why that shit was unsolved. But it started coming out. When Glasses did what he did, you know, he got a lot of flack for it. People was like, nigga, you snitching. And he was like, how am I snitching when this, this, that, that's a dead man case that everybody in the, in, in the hood knew about? So I ain't snitching. This is something that everybody knew. That's when KVD started coming out and, and 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 telling his version of the story. Now, um, what he uh, what I've been paying attention to is um, everybody talking about how certain people are are scared because if he actually really goes in there and tells the whole story, a lot of heads are gonna roll. Mm. So that's but I think that's all rumors. I think if he actually just tells the story, it's going to be the honest to God truth. Um, Pac was, uh, for me, this, in my opinion, um, I think this is what happened. Pac, because Pac is Pac, um, at that time, I don't care if y'all think he was a, a, a bammer-ass nigga or a thug-ass nigga or y'all think this nigga was playing a role. Pac was the dude that I, you know what I'm saying, that I actually seen, um, well, I didn't see personally, but I actually know that shot the fucking police. So this nigga will randomly do some shit that ain't nobody prepared to fuck for. Yeah. And so what I think happened is he heard what he heard. He was protecting his clan because that's what his clan, that, that's, that's what death row was. And he ran up on a nigga that he didn't think was go, nothing was going to happen because I'm Tupac at this point. And people yeah. were protecting me. Yeah. You know, he didn't, you know what I'm saying? He didn't, he didn't understand it. You know, some people ain't got shit to live for and fuck you and your celebrity. And I think that's what happened. Yeah. Now, KVD is telling the uh, the story about that. He is not incriminating nobody on camera, but he is saying that he passed the gun to the nigga that that, that popped him out. So, um, yeah, you should have been. Uh, you've been saying this for a minute. I know for me, at least two, three years. Mm-hmm. You know, and it could have been longer, but for me, that's I, I for um, from pandemic. I've been hearing about this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you as soon as you said that shit, that's why I'm be understanding why motherfuckers be saying quote unquote certain people were the feds, um because you said that on Vlad. If Vlad yeah. was like feds, you should have been in jail, right? They would have. If you don't say nothing, you just incriminated yourself to a murder. A murder don't have no statute of limitations. Therefore, you can get charged for that period if you say you were there. That's why. The niggas that are getaway drivers go to jail for murder. They didn't go in there and shoot nobody. They ain't never held a pistol in their life. But you found out they was a getaway driver, and that nigga got an L just like the rest of them niggas do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If you were even if you were just in the car chilling, didn't even know why you got that L too. You know, you thought you were just getting a ride to Seven Eleven, and nope. Man. You definitely got you went down for that too. So yeah, everybody goes down in the car. We're not about to decipher who did what. Everybody gets it. 
I got a homeboy right now, and that nigga brother in jail, just because his brother drove somebody that he know he knew to a spot. Shit got heavy at the spot. His partner ended up killing the nigga and running out, getting in the car. That nigga didn't know nothing about nothing. He was just taking his dog somewhere, and then he came out and he got he got hit with the L because he was the getaway driver. Right. Right. Yeah. I know somebody that <clears throat> similar situations happen. And um and yeah, she got hit with that shit too. So yeah. Yep. That's how that's how I go. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah, it, it, it for me I I think it's just down like now that he's come down and, and, and most people are trying to press the issue. Whatever um whatever uh police sanction or police district that this is sanctioned under, they was getting a bunch of flack over it because there's so much information they gotta make a move. And I think that's what happened. Other than that, they didn't give a fuck, man. This man been talking about this shit freely for a long time. Mm-hmm. Somebody start really poking in their ass to make them say, Ah right, man, come on, let's just get it. You know, this has been such a a very, very public unsolved mystery. This one and and Biggie. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that you got somebody out here talking that is incriminating themselves, like, they had no choice. You know what I mean? But they should have did it a long time ago. What what evidence are you building? Right. You got you got him on you got him there, like on camera. You got him on camera. If you ain't gotta get the shooter, you got him on camera saying I passed the gun to the nigga that shot at the car. Mm-hmm. You got him on camera saying this. Yeah. So that's all you need. This nigga should have been gone. Right. 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 So I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe they needed like a rock solid case just in case he were to be like, oh, I was just saying that for entertainment purposes. You know what I'm saying? That's I, the only thing I can think of. On I wouldn't have gave a fuck. It, yeah. For me, I would have been like, I, well, you shouldn't have been talking. That's what gets people fucked up anyway when they be talking mm-hmm. about they doing something they ain't doing. Right. So now you got the right. hell, nigga. Right. Prove to me that you wasn't there. Prove to me that you wasn't there in 1996. Please, Keith because mm-hmm. you because you already spoke on it. So now you got to prove it. And I bet you can't. Right. Right, exactly. So at this point, exactly. man, yeah, you should have learned to shut your mouth a long time ago because you an old nigga. And I ain't, I'm, I'm, that's not me um uh disrespecting keefe d and whatever you put down in your hood is what you put down in your hood and whatever staple you is in your hood is what you are what i'm saying is in this situation as a civilian for this i have no ties into this so as a civilian as soon as you said something about a murder that you were involved in unless you have already signed papers of immunity they should have stuck it to you yeah yeah, there's no way I would have been doing interviews. It would have just had to have been an urban legend. Like, there's no way I would have confirmed or denied some shit. Like, no way. Like, what? What? And, and see, and then another thing is why I know it's truthful because you don't get no stripes for that. Yeah, I mean that's Tupac. That's too. You, you don't get no stripes. Nobody in the world is giving you stripes for killing Tupac. Not a crip. Not a blood. Not nobody. Not not one person. Not one person. You know, 
Like, that's fucking Tupac. So, yeah. So, that's a D Tupac. Like, no, you don't No, You don't get not one strike you know, strikes for that. I don't, I don't give a fuck what you talk about. Yeah, yeah I can talk all that flaw shit about Pac wasn't really this and Pac wasn't really that and he did this and he did that. Y'all can say whatever. Tupac was Tupac. And you don't get no strikes for killing Tupac. Straight up. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah, that shit wasn't cool at all. That shit wasn't cool at all. Not at least. So, um, yeah. Of course, this is going to be an ongoing thing. Um, I did see an article. I didn't read it, but I saw that there was an article that said that uh, Suge Knight said he's not going to testify. I expected that. He's been saying that. <laughs> so I don't know why they people are surprised with that now, but like he's been saying he's been saying that since the nineties. So yeah. You know, Suge is what you Suge is everything you niggas read comic books about. Suge is actually a real gangster. And at one point he had the world in a chokehold. He really did. Y'all, y'all, y'all can say what y'all want to say, and I, I say what I say about Suge, but I ain't never gonna deny this nigga Suge was a motherfucking gangster. Like, period. Mm-hmm. This the nigga that he came up the ranks from a bodyguard to a goddamn uh uh uh, uh CEO of a billion dollar company. Yeah, and didn't he play football at one point? And he, yeah, he played football at one point. That's why. Yeah. That's how he uh, uh, started off in security. Cause he was a big ass nigga to play football. Yeah. Now I'm talking to all my niggas is just like me. If y'all don't think this is a, a, a villain story, man, y'all dumb as fuck. Listen, this is what happens. You have a um, athlete, a superior athlete, not really smart, but superior. Um, and this shit he ends up becoming a failure. After that, you know what he does? He becomes a cleanup man because he's so big and he's hard. And, uh, he knows how to hit and he knows the right people. Then you do that and then he gets to know the game and then he strongs on his way to the game. And not only does he strong on his way to the game, he starts taking heroes the fuck out. Suge Knight said, if you don't want an uh, 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 executive producer, all in your videos. Then this nigga <laughs> took a shot at Iron Man. This nigga's a villain. Yeah. Yeah. He did it a few times because he took shots at ECE. He took shots at Diddy. Like, you know, he, hell, he um he ousted Dr. Dre. Like Come on, that man. Mo- yeah, that motherfucker, my motherfucker was not to be played with. That nigga had niggas from the street that knew better get on records and call Snoop a fag ass nigga. And I'm not disrespecting nobody while I'm talking about this is real lyrics. You can look it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. this, he was throwing shots at heroes. This dude was a villain. Yeah. Like flat out. Like, so yes, of course he gonna say, man, I ain't, nah, I ain't, I ain't saying nothing. You know why he ain't saying nothing? Because he is in prison. And if he ever wanted to put hands on uh, Keefe D, guess what? That's why I'm not saying nothing. Because now yeah. I got all opportunities to put motherfucking hands on you. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm yeah, sure, but you think I, they I, would I make that mistake and have them in the same jail? I don't think they would make that mistake. I don't think they will, but I think uh I think Suge Knight is um affiliated and well known enough that this shit could go from prison to prison. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He can definitely put put that call in. Yeah, don't get it twisted. You niggas be talking about Suge Knight broke, he done lost all his money, he got to stay in jail. Won't do, won't do, won't do, won't. That shit don't ki- that that shit don't kill nobody's reputation. I'm gonna keep it real. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I don't think he broke either. So I don't either. I don't think he broke at all. I, I he could say he broke on paper, but I don't believe he broke at all. Mm-mm. And I believe if he really want to do something to somebody, he still can. Oh yeah, yeah, one one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But yeah, so that is um, the QVD um, story. Uh, of course, this is an ongoing story, so if we have any developments or whatever, uh, we will come back and discuss them. So, um, the final story that we have is um, something that was uh, near and dear to my heart. Fuck me up when it happened. I ain't even gonna hold you. This shit literally fucked me up. Um, Crazy Bone. So, um, Crazy Bone from the group Bone Thugs and Harmony. Um, he was hospitalized a couple of weeks ago. He was coughing up blood, so he um checked himself into a hospital, and they saw that he had internal bleeding from his lungs. So he underwent a surgery, and the surgery did not correct the problem. And so, um, they put him under a um medically induced coma. And when they did that, um, they ha- I mean, they had him on a, um, they had him on um, oxygen and whatnot, you know, keeping them alive to where they needed to figure out how they can correct this internal bleeding. And then they did a second surgery. And, um, you know, that took a, um, that took everybody for a loop when we found out. So he went in on a Friday. We didn't find out till Sunday. And he trended online and whatnot because everybody was saying pray for crazy. You know. Um anybody who's had any type of music conversation with me knows I do not play when it comes to bone thugs and harmony. And my favorite one out of bone thugs is crazy bone. So <laughs> This had me all the way fucked up. Um, yeah, I couldn't I sleep. I, like, I had to apologize to Lee. I, I didn't know what else to say. I said, Lizzie, I'm so sorry. Right. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I, I know how she feels. Yeah, I was done. Like, it got, um, it got sent to me. Um, Brianna, actually, she, she texted to me. And I thought it—I thought it was fake when she was texting me. And I went to Twitter, and there it was. I went to Google, there it was again. I was like, "Whoa, what?" Now, <clears throat> in 2016, he um, he came out and told everybody that he was um, diagnosed with sarcoidosis. So I had been knowing that he's had this. Um, it's 
something that y'all can Google what it actually is, but it affects different things in your body and it can be lethal. What it affects in Crazy Bone is his lungs. Um, and some of the more, um, some, of, some of the other famous people that have it is um, Tisha Campbell and Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac actually died from complications of it at 50 years mm -hmm. old. Um, and Crazy Bone turned 50 this year. Um, but um, yeah, but like I said, it affects different things in your body and um, it's affecting Crazy Bone's lungs. Um, I don't know how you get it. So I can't be like, oh, well, he was doing this or he was doing that or anything like that. Like, because so, I, I'm not that well versed in sarcoidosis. So, um, but when this happened or whatever, a lot of people found out that he had sarcoidosis, even though, like I said, he's been, he's been um, public about it since 2016. But, um, but yeah, so um, he was almost, he was almost um, gone. Now, I will say this because have a serious moment and it just be serious. One of I think it was the neighborhood talk when they were um, talking about it. I was reading the comments and I saw somebody say, I wish Uncle Charles the fuck would. <laughs> <laughs> I love people. This is why I love people. Because even in a moment of real distraught and grief, right? They're gonna find a joke in there, man. Right. I love people. That would have had me selling if if no lie, legitimately, like if Crazy Bone was my relative and I'm at the hospital and I'm worried and I heard somebody say that, I would die the fuck. Oh, I, I would just be I'm like, my, I would hug that person. Thank you for that laugh. Right. I'm done. I'm done. I'm so fucking done if somebody said that in real life. Like, if, like you said, if I'm there and I'm holding his hand on his bed and somebody was like, I wish Uncle Charles the fuck would. <laughs> oh, I'm done. Let me go walk out and gather myself. Because this ain't a funny moment. But that was a funny statement. I'm I, I'm right. I'm I'm gone. I'm I'm gone. I'm losing my listen. Hey, that shit is so funny. Crazy Bone would have laughed through the coma. Right. <laughs> right. 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 He would have came out that mug now. Who the fuck said like <laughs> so yeah. Um but for the most part, um, you know. The Bone Thug fan community is really big and they are real diehards. Like, it's not a game. It's not a game. So, to see all the people, all the diehards come together, you know what I'm saying? That was, like, really cool and stuff. And, um, and you know, just people just, you know, sending positive thoughts and energy and praying 
You know, because like not only was Crazy Bone trending, but Pray for Cray was trending too. So just to see all that, just to see all the love, like the love is still there. Like it ain't never left. Um, yeah, just to see all that, just positive thoughts and energy and whatnot. That was that was awesome. I'm saying it like I'm his representative or something like that. But no, nah, I feel, I yeah. feel you. Like, I will say like this. <laughs> I, I, I'm an honest to God say, listen, the Mo Thugs family, like that, 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 that structure of fandom, the Mo Thugs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they was yeah, they was really hitting hard. Like I didn't know it was that many Mo Thug families, uh, or Mo Thug family members, uh, on Twitter. Like, yeah, that shit, that shit was hitting everywhere. Like, I was yeah. like, oh shit, like I'm going through my timeline and I'm I'm seeing a bunch of it. I'm like. Damn, like yeah. I'm starting to get fucked up over the nigga. I'm like, damn man, I hope this nigga pulled through. And then I seen a statement from this nigga, and this is this is crazy. Like this is, I I can't do nothing but think about it and laugh right now. He was um he was he's out the coma. Yeah. He had posted, and he was like, you know, um, uh, I, I can't say verbatim, but he was like, you know. With the uh, with the help of Jehovah uh, God, I was able to fight this. And my mother's a Jehovah Witness, so I looked at that and was like, "Oh, that's why I was supposed to know about this. I probably need to pray for this nigga." Like, <laughs> for, yeah, for real. It's like you know, anytime I hear anybody mention Jehovah God, and I know my mama's a Jehovah Witness, I'd be like, "Oh shit!" Like, I gotta, I know what I'm saying. Just because of how I was raised, I was like, "Oh, okay, so we got." kind of the same type of way we uh we was raised religion so i was like damn i, I must gotta pray for this dude like that's that's what hit in my head like i ain't even gonna lie to you i was like dang that's why i kept on getting hit with him because i was that was jehovah giving me the nod like yeah you ain't you ain't the only jehovah witness that's you know what i'm saying it's just rebellious as fuck and want to do what the fuck you want to do nigga crazy bone famous as fuck nigga he do way more than you do nigga pray for that man Right, right, yeah. He was um, brought up Jehovah Witness. He was so, but yeah, it's it's quite a few um, Jehovah Witnesses that are famous more more than you would think. Like um, Kenya Moore, she was brought up Jehovah Witness too. So, yeah, yeah. but she ain't really. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, but she ain't. Nah, she was yeah, what? brought up, but she wasn't paying attention to it because I, I, I remember her saying that. I'm like, yeah, but you, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't paying attention to the teachers, bitch. Yeah, well, shit, we were kids. Like, I, I ain't even gonna front. There was a lot of shit in, well, not a lot of shit, but there was a lot of stuff that I didn't pay attention to in my Baptist church. So, I ain't gonna hold that against her. But <clears throat> I do have the statement from Crazy Bone. He put this out on Tuesday. And he said, um, just fought for life literally for nine days straight. And I only won the battle this time because I know Jehovah God was with every step of the way fighting for me. Never take life for granted. Enjoy it while you while you have while have you had it. Thank you for all your thoughts and prayers. Trust me, I needed every last one of them. KB. It's a picture of him. He's sitting in a chair next to a hospital bed. So, yeah. In Jesus' name, amen, my nigga. Like, I, yeah. listen, 
I, 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 I don't know. I, I just wanted them like, you know, regardless of the religion or anything, it's like, um, that that's whenever we are said and done, that that's an icon, you know, yeah. you don't have to be a bones fan. You ain't you young, you young ones. Y'all ain't, y'all don't have to be, um, y'all don't even have to know who bone is, you know, um, y'all ain't at all, but that's our version of the white folks guns and roses and shit like that like this is a this is a real rap group that surpassed time they 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 had so much good music that they can still use that music to this day to sell out the biggest places yeah yeah and you know one thing that <clears throat> one thing that hurt during all of this was um I found out that they were supposed to film a Tiny Desk episode in October. That would have been. I was like, oh my God. (sighs) Yeah. So hopefully um, he has a speedy recovery um, for many reasons. But, um, But yeah. Yeah, well, like I said, I was, I was done. I was so done. I didn't know what to do with myself. Like I couldn't go to sleep. I couldn't. I couldn't get off the internet because I was just looking for updates. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, but what? But what we know now, like far far as I know, like I said, that was Tuesday. So he is on the road to recovery. Um, we don't know how this was will affect him as far as if he's going to make a full recovery or not. Um, but that's what we're hoping and praying for. So continue to pray for crazy bone. Right. Yeah. So, so that's that. Um, now, uh, next up is the fucked up song of the podcast. And it comes from um, Beyonce. It was off of her four album. She did sing it Sunday. <clears throat> and it's called um, I Care. Yeah, it, ain't that, it ain't that fucked up, but, you know, she don't really have that. Well, oh, now that I think about it, there was a song that would be one fucked up song. But we can save that for another day. But this one's pretty. I mean, it's not the, it's not the best, so... But sonically, it's awesome. So, um, yeah. So, verse one. Um, I told you how you hurt me, baby, but you don't care. Now, I'm crying and deserted, baby, but you don't care. Ain't nobody tell me this is love when you're immune to all my pain. I need you to tell me this is love. You don't care. Well, that's okay. Well, I care. I know you don't care too much, but I still care, baby. Oh, I care. I know you don't care too much, but I still care, baby. Um, Verse two. <laughs> Ever since you left, your power no let me take that back ever since you knew your power you made me cry 
And now every time our love goes sour, sour, you won't sympathize. You see these tears falling down to my ears. I swear you like when I'm in pain. I try to tell you all my fears. You still don't care. Well, that's okay. Well, I care. I know you don't care too much, but I still care. Oh, I care. I know you don't care too much, but I still care. Baby. Um, Boy, maybe if you cared enough, I wouldn't have to care so much. What happened to our trust? Now you just giving up. You used to be so in love. Now you don't care no more. And then the chorus. So. <laughs> and then the chorus. Right. I mean, I can sing the chorus. I mean, I mean, you can if you want to. I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I'm going to be uh totally apparent and say, you know, I'm doing y'all a great disservice um on this podcast because i've never heard this motherfucking song did you listen to it before the show i did and i never heard this motherfucking song i'm like damn i am not a fan <laughs> like i like beyonce but i understand yeah, yeah, yeah. now i understand why i'm not a beehive member you know um this album, this was their fourth album. That was um the album that uh that had um Who Run the World on it and it had um one plus one on it. Okay. And um the countdown song was on it too. And this was her R and B album. This is when I was like, I'm a fan. Now I didn't become a stan until the self-titled album. Cause that rollout was insane, but um, this is when I became a true fan of her. Like I liked her before, but I became a true fan when she did this album. This is like when people be like, oh, "I'm not a fan," blah blah blah. I tell them go listen to Four, go listen to Four, cause Four is gonna make you be a fan. Cause that album is amazing, <clears throat> and um. But this song, like you gotta see her. Like even back, even back when she was promoting this album, like if you go YouTube some of her performances from back then, even if you're not a big fan of the song, like to see her perform it, you feel what the hell she's talking about. Like she been through it. You know what I'm saying? Like this dude took her through some shit, you know? And I've been in those situations that she's singing about in this song. So Cause that, cause it just sucks when you're the only one that feels that seems like you care in the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to talk to you, I'm trying to open up to you, but you don't give a fuck. Like that shit hurt. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's basically what is going on in this song in so many words. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I just. Me listening to it, I was just like, oh, shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. Never heard this joint before. And I'm like, oh. Like. And I knew she wasn't talking about Jay, but I'm just like, damn. Beyonce was getting played like a motherfucker. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. I'm like, damn, like it don't matter who you is in this motherfucking world. You right, right. Beyonce, and it could be a nigga on the bus that'll play the shit out of you. Like, mm-hmm. right. That's how that's how you'll feel. You know what I'm saying? Especially like, especially if you've been in a situation for a minute and one and the person that you're in the situation with cared at one point and they did show you at one point, but then they just got to the point where they just turned. And you're trying to talk to them and you're trying to figure the shit out with them or whatever, but they just don't give a fuck. Or at least at least there's the way that their actions are, it's feeling like they don't give a fuck. And you like, oh my God, this is some bullshit. This is the thing, women. I'm gonna tell all women this. Don't get me remiss. That's not this is not every guy, but some guys in in, in this situation. The reason why they do that is because they don't understand how to express their emotions. Um, sometimes, you know, uh, it could be previous relationships. It could be the relationship they have with their, um, the, the, with the women in their family. But um, a lot of times it's, uh, it's one of those, if he was, if, if the women in his family uh, bred him to be like super masculine and suck that shit up and stop crying. Yeah. He's emotionally shut the fuck off. I'm going to tell yeah. you the honest to God truth, man. Uh, and, and like, He's emo- it, it, it takes him to realize that he's emotionally shut off. You know, yeah. so a lot of times he, he don't understand what you're talking about because that's the, not the women he's been around. He don't understand why you want him to express emotions or, or sit and talk about some shit. In his head, he's like, you think I'm a bitch? Like, mm-hmm. so he shuts down. Yeah. Yeah, they think, they think that, like, discussing the situation is a bitch move, you know? Oh, yeah, I'm only telling you from experience. It's like you got to, you got to know that what you're doing is wrong in order to move. It's like, even in this song, like she, it was, it was love there, and that's why she was trying. And so, it's not that he's a bad guy. He just emotionally shut down, mm-hmm. and that takes a long time. You know, you got to pick away at that with a man. I'm honest to God, tell you, like as a man, you got to pick. It, a woman that if you really want to be with a man like that, you got to pick away with that, that that shit. I ain't saying you got to browbeat him with it, but slowly but surely pick away at it. Like, you got to let him know that it's a safe space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of us don't know. It's a, it's a lot of girls that I, I was around and, and, and was messing with, and they'll tell you, like, oh, uh, you, you be talking to him, that nigga don't say shit at all. That, he don't do that. He don't, I, I mean... And it took me a while to do that just because the women I was around growing up and the women that I dated previous, it it they, they it was just like you couldn't show none of that type shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I get that. I get that. But when your mate is telling you, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> and you being the part that sucks is how you turn it into being combative. And it's like you're not trying to be combative. You're just trying to open up and trying to tell them, like, what's going on right now is not cool. We need to figure this shit out. But you don't want to figure out because you're leaning into what you've known for thus far, you know? And it's like, you're about to lose all of this if you don't figure this shit out. But there will sometimes people are willing to risk it, you know? Yeah, because it's like, it's like if you do, it's like, okay, cool. You want me to say this. And as soon as I said, like, 
maybe you're going to turn it against me. Like, you know what I'm saying? A lot. It, it takes a lot. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't saying the nigga that Beyonce was dealing with was this type of guy. But I'm saying if you, ladies, if you ever around this dude, but the majority of everybody that you around and the majority of your family that know him, if they say that's a good dude for real, and you're going through shit like that, it's just you got to learn how to pick away certain layers. And all that means is just start paying attention to your nigga more. Because yeah. we start opening up. We start opening up, but it has to be a comfortable, safe space. Yeah. Right, right. And then, you know, and then some people are impatient. They want you to do it on their time. Yeah. And everybody don't work like that, you know. So and I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you that much. Yeah. But then in the same breath, how long are you supposed to wait for somebody to do it on their time? That, yeah. that is true. It just all boils down to what you're willing to do. If you're willing mm-hmm. to wait, or if you're at the if you're at that age in your life where you like, nigga, I ain't got time to be waiting. Just go ahead and move on. That right. ain't seeing y'all know what I'm saying. Um, it was a bad term breakup. It was just literally, you know, hey, you wanted something and, and he wanted something and y'all didn't meet up. Right. Right. And there's no wrong answer. There's no wrong answer. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And y'all ain't got no ill will about each other, none of that shit. It shouldn't be none of that old extra. Right. Right, I agree. I agree. Well, that is I Care by Beyonce. Like I said, um, go listen to that four album. That four album is great. If you like R&B, that's that album. That is that album. Um, What other song is on there? Um, Die Young. I know you heard that song. I'd rather die young than be without. I'd rather not live a oh. Never heard. Oh wow. Okay. What about um? I miss you like every day. Wanna be with you, but you're away. I said I miss you, missing you insane. Never heard that either. I said I never heard that song. (laughs) Oh, nah. That's your homework. That's your homework. So, um, yeah. So, my final thought is, I'm coming. I'm coming up on a milestone. So just keep me in your prayers. That's all I ask. Just keep me in your prayers. But um, like you had gout or something, shit, nigga. I know. It's horrible. But I'm not taking it well. I'm not taking it well. So just keep me in your prayers. That's all I ask. But what's Jerry's final thought? My Jerry's final thoughts is this. As we come up on different things, um, a lot of things happen to us um, moving forward and then thinking about the past. What I think we need to understand is uh, the whole fact of moving forward. Time moves forward. Businesses move forward. People move forward. We have to understand that we got to move forward. And then, and, and moving forward, we have new experiences. We have uh, new goals. We have new goals. And we have uh, a, a, a new day 
every day to make it worth the while. You ain't got to be a millionaire. You ain't got to be poor. You ain't got to have children. You ain't got to have a bunch of, uh, or you ain't, uh, you could have a bunch of kids. The thing of the matter is every day you should be able to do two things, enjoy it and learn. Cause that's what we all do at the end of the day. Until the day we uh, go back to dirt, we learn as we grow. So just keep moving forward. And as always, take care of yourself and others. Thank you for that, Jerry's final thought. So this is episode 96 of The Issue Talk, and we will see you guys for episode 97. Bye. Exactly.